Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Austin Peck from Aswell Terrence, and you are listening to Buzzworthy Radio, the only place to get all the information that you need about life, about the world, about ants, insects, clouds, and the stars above. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Buzz Ready Radio on this Friday, January 16th, 2009. We're coming at you live right now. It is 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on this network. I'm your host, Novell J. Lee, alongside Matthew Preston. We're going to be joined by Ken Bowman from ABC Family's original series, The Secret Life of an American Teenager. And he is with us right now. Let's bring him on the line, yeah, shall man. we? How are Hi, you? Everyone. Good. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing all right, you know. You're in sunny California, and I'm pretty much over here in Jersey. Oh cold. no! Oh no! How cold is it there? Um, let's put it this way. It's 16 degrees outside, and I pretty much went into the house with an icicle on my nose. That's how bad it is. Oh, <laughs> man, I cannot complain in here. Oh, boy, that's bad. If you complained, I would have hung up on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of that rubbing yeah. stuff here. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And and someone who knows a little bit about the cold weather, too, is my, uh, my co-host. Tell them how cold it is, Matthew. Um, it is so freezing outside, I swear. It's just all the old people are complaining because it's too cold and... Yeah, it's 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 freezing. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's, I have a friend in uh, Chicago, and she says that yesterday it was negative thirty. Wow! With yeah, with with wind chill. Wow! I heard that. I've heard that. That that that's bad. You know, I feel bad for the old people, especially with the osteoporosis. I, I'm not saying that to be funny. I mean, I <laughs> you are. I, you I totally don't. are. You totally no, are. Not, you know. I'm, I'm, you're like we're gonna bring on a young a young guest so we can mock old people. Good job, Navelle. Good job. <laughs> oh God, it's not even five minutes into the show and already he's busting on me. Uh, I know, I know. It's Friday, GJF. What can I say? That's true. But um, enough about uh, enough about me and my depressing uh, state that is Jersey. Let's talk about the man of the half hour. That's uh, that's Ken himself, who plays the role of Ben on Secret Life. Um, describe a little bit about your character for those who may not have seen this show. And if you haven't, shame on you. You should watch it. <laughs> um, let's see, a little bit about Ben. Ben is a, uh, he's a really sweet guy. Um, he's fallen in love with uh, the show's hero, um, and that is uh, played by Shailene Woodley. And so he falls in love with this girl, Amy, and then, uh, you know, throughout the first season, he uh, found out that she was pregnant. And, of course, it is not Ben's child. Um, but he's deeply, madly, crazily uh, in love with her and decides to um, support her regardless and, um, yeah, and just really love her best he can. And he's a goofy guy. And, you know, he's, he's, he's awkward and he's in high school and he's figuring things out and all the while trying to deal with his, uh, 
his very pregnant girlfriend, and um, you know, uh, so yeah, it's 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 an interesting character, very very fun and very challenging. And I'm I hear sure your you character to... is in competition with someone else for her affection. It seems. Yes, actually, uh, kind of the um, the school of Thario, uh, a character named Ricky, played by Darren Kagasoff. And you know, he he's a schmoozer. He um, he basically <laughs> attempts to sleep sleep with anything that moves, but. Um, you know, regardless of how, um, how, uh, one-sided his motives can be, he, you know, throughout the season two, uh, there's kind of a very evolving relationship between Ricky and Ben, and, um, you'll see, there's, there's some good, good stuff in store between Ricky and Ben. Good stuff. Pretty cool, and I'm sure you get this question a lot. What is it like to work with 80s icon Molly Ringwald? It's so far, I mean, in the very few scenes that I've had with her, great. I mean, she's really, really talented, really on it, um, and very nice, and, you know, no complaints. She's really, 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 really cool, really smart, uh, hardworking lady. So it's my pleasure to work with her, absolutely. How, how does it feel to be referred to, referred to as the, the nerdy hot guy on the show? Uh, you know, I I try to uh, basically I kind of try to keep like the blinders on as much as possible and just focus on working at set and not try to uh, listen to too much um, publicity around me at all. Which is, you know, I don't know. I think that's uh, my strategy, and I'm sticking to it. Um, kind of, uh, I draw some inspiration from Daniel Day Lewis, who claims to have never watched a single one of his films that he starred in, which I, I don't believe. But um, regardless, I, I think that's, like, incredibly brave and admirable. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll take Nerdy Hot Guy. I'll take it. <laughs> 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 there, there's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong. I mean, that has a suffix of hot, so the nerdy is fine with me, absolutely. Very good. Speaking of, speaking of publicity, you guys, I, I think remember the first season or after the first season aired, you and the cast were able to go to the, what was it, the Teen Choice Awards? Yes, correct. What was oh. that like? Uh, that, was, that was pretty surreal. Um, you know, I kind of, I really realized the show's popularity and scope there for the first time because I was walking down an aisle in this, you know, giant auditorium filled with thousands of people, and people were literally screaming, Ben, screaming, Kenny, look over here, Ken, look over here, and like, little girls just thronging around us and I really it was in that moment that I really felt like I understood how um, certain celebrities that will go um, nameless can like really their egos can just expand and become their own orbiting planets um, I like I really got it like I really understood why that happens but um, it was very it was a great experience um, very, very surreal, very odd, but uh, very fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Is, it. is acting something that you always wanted to do, um, or is it something that you just got into off a whim? Um, you know, it, uh, it actually, I was about 10, and my mom uh, just kind of approached me. I was outside. I think I was on trampoline, and this was back home in Texas where I grew up. And... Um, I think I was, you know, a kind of rambunctious kid. I was like a ham. I was a ham. Um, and so she, 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 she approached me and said, you know, there's this 
quote unquote, you know, the small town actor model searches. And she said, do you, do you want to go? Totally innocent, like no agenda at all. I don't think she was trying to push me in one direction or another. But um, I said, yeah, sure, why not? And so I went to this small town actor model search and um, quote unquote qualified and had to pay, you know, $400 to go to the bigger one in Dallas. And, um, and from there I picked up a town agent in New York. Um, and so we, you know, my mom, we flew out with my little sister and, and spent about three months in New York just auditioning and modeling and, and then came back to Dallas and started doing that. And eventually, you know, I said, ah, this, I, I'm not, I don't enjoy this modeling stuff at all, but acting, I'm really passionate about it. So I just like to focus on that. And yeah, so it was definitely kind of a happy accident. I think I totally stumbled upon it, but I'm incredibly passionate about it, and I think it's a really um, important and challenging uh, art form that I, I I love to participate in. So, if you had the chance to work on any other show, maybe a guest starring role, be it whatever a recurring role, aside from the show that you're already working on, what would that show be? Oh, that is tough. You know, could I be tricky and say I would travel back in time and try to guest star on Deadwood? There you go. You could do that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, if I can, then that is definitely my answer. I love that show, and I'm 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 really horribly disappointed that it didn't it didn't run longer. That's true. I have to admit. So uh, I, I I'm surprised someone said Deadwood. To be honest with you. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. But I I had there, no idea that I mean, anyone besides me like that show. There are, yeah, no, I know. It, it it had such a small audience. I mean, there are a lot of great shows on TV. That Lost is another show that I'm really addicted to. I would uh, love to be on Lost. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're TV. It's a it's a it's a good it's a good time for television. I think there are tons of really great shows on right now. Love to see myself on CSI, but that's like a, a dream that will probably. Uh, um Die with me to the grave. <laughs> oh, never, never give up, never give up. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there, y'all. I wanted to be on CSI, maybe like a, sure, like yeah. a dead person in the morning. You know, you never know. Yeah, you know, I actually, I have a friend who played a dead girl on CSI. Nice. Really? Yeah, there you go. And she said that it was incredibly boring. She had to lay there, you know, for hours and just constantly be touched up with really pale makeup and try not to breathe. Boring. Who did my friend? Yeah. My friend. My friend kind of said the same thing. She got to play a, a dead girl in uh, CSI too. So, yeah. Oh wow. Well, that man, small world. I wonder if there's some sort I of uh, club. Or, uh... Must be a CSI <laughs> dead club. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. This might be a tough. This might be a tough question. I mean, I, okay. I don't think this is one I've ever asked anybody before. I wanted to see if I could ask someone you know from our age range. <laughs> Sure. Um, if you weren't acting right now, um, mm -hmm. what could you be seeing yourself doing right now? Not like right um, at this very moment, but like you know, you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I would definitely say writing. Uh, I, I mean, I, and I do. Um, so I would, but I, you know, I, I of course, I suppose would if I could not act. Um, Hypothetically, I would probably focus all my time on uh, writing full-time and uh, trying to succeed in that field. That's Pretty a cool. Nice, 
that's a nice segue into what I'm basically about to bring up. You are going to be, from what I understand, directing an indie film based on a book you actually did write. See, look at that. Uh, yeah, that that is um, that's correct. I'm I'm uh, I, I wrote a book. Um, it, it's actually my my second um, novel, and this book is short. I guess it could be considered a novella, but. Um, mm-hmm. The first novel I wrote, I was I was 15, and I it was horrible, 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 horrible. Um, <laughs> of, of course, you know, like what what did I expect at 15 to pump out some work of genius? But so this right, is my right. my second this is my second book, and um, I am currently trying to shop that around and get that published. But um, I I my uh, my agent and you know extremely close friend uh, Patrick Wellborn brilliant guy and he you know kind of said well you know this i think this would work as a feature film and it took me a while to realize that but i did and um i am in the process of adapting it and piecing it together and trying to find producers and financiers and etc and um i i I think it's going to come together i think i'll be able to do it in the next um in the next two years so i'm really excited about that that's very cool, and you know, I, I look at I look at people who go about and try to get whatever they're doing out there for like the masses to like hear and to see and everything. You know, you're like mm-hmm. like an inspiration to a lot of people because you know, it's it's tough, it's tough work, you know, to be doing something like that. You know, it, it, everybody thinks it's so easy, but it's really not. It's very no, very hard. It, yeah, I absolutely agree. It's it's you know like anything. I think if you wanna <laughs> if you want a big audience, you 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 really do need to kind of bust your ass and 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 work a lot, <laughs> put in a lot of hours and and shake a lot of hands and and kind of be your own salesman and so I'm I'm working I'm working really hard I, I'm I'm trying to work my best to to make this happen so um, it is a it is a battle but it's one that I love it's 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 yeah I love it. Section Nero was actually saying Nero was asking there what kind of saying that you were. Our age range. What is the age range for you? In the eighteen to twenty range, is that it? For for uh, acting. For you, actually. How old are uh, for all the fans out there who do not know? Oh yeah. yeah. How, oh, yeah how old no, no. are you? I am. I am nineteen years old, and uh, yeah, I'm nineteen. Well, what is it like to? So you're nineteen. You're a little bit older than your character. What is it like mm-hmm. to play a younger person? Uh, you know, it, it. I try to remember back uh, to when I was fifteen. And I, you know, I'm not saying that right now I'm the most mature person in the world, of course, but I try to remember specifically how immature I was. <laughs> and um, and it's fun. It's fun. You know, I remember back when, when I was 15, uh, I was out here a lot, um, kind of peddling my wares and auditioning. And um, and I, I didn't have the typical high school experience. I went to a charter school out here and did a lot of the work independently but I certainly remember like navigating the social waters so to speak when I was 15 and how important that was for me to be perceived as you know something as cool as smart as good looking whatever um and uh yeah it's it's fun it's fun to kind of revisit that and try to it's almost like I'm correcting my past by playing this character I'm trying to be like a better version of myself at 15 it's it's interesting that's funny. Be a better version of yourself, but yet you get paid while doing that. That's yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's the thing. If any if any actor, if any working actor complains about their job, 
you should hang up on them because it is um, – I mean, it, we, it, it's true. It's true. Actors uh, are spoiled, and um, yes, we, are. we are really spoiled. Wow. This is – see, I think you are right now, like, the one of the best guests ever because you're just so brutally honest, and that's so awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That, that's – thank you. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> he's like he's like taking praise. That's awesome. Um, well, well, I have to say before you know, I'm gonna call you. Out. I love when it's so funny. If you guys who have listened to the show, doesn't Nivelle have like the best laugh ever? Oh, it's like gosh. very like a deep like baritone soap opera evil like villain laugh. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's definitely it. It could very easily like veer into evil genius laugh. Yeah, like, yeah, it's good. It's good. I cannot tell you how many times I've been told this by people at my job. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the fifth time I told you. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So is there anything coming up on Secret Life that you can tell us about that you're able to, to spoil us with? Oh, man. All right. Well, let's see. I'll try to be a little vague, but um, you can look for uh, I'll, I'll give you something specific to Ben, um, and it is, it's going to be very funny when it happens, but look for Ben and Ricky having to work together, and I will, uh, I'll let the interpretation uh, be open on that. But Ben and Ricky are going to have to work together in the future. So we'll, you can just, uh, hopefully the audience will take what they will from that. Work together. That's kind yeah. of scary. <laughs> I know, I know, right? It's uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's there's a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot coming up on the show that I'm excited for just to see how the audience reacts. Um, uh, it's it's an exciting show. Lots of lots of drama, lots of twists and turns. So there's yeah, good stuff up ahead. You should be happy though. Your show actually beat out Gossip Girl. That's something. I'm I'm yeah, I'm very happy about that. I mean. I think that when the show started to do so well in the first season, everyone, we were, it was all, you know, we were pleasantly surprised. We had no idea because, you know, there are great shows that tank and pretty bad shows that succeed. And, and we all, you know, we all believe our, the show that we work on to be good. Um, and, and I, I'm really proud of the show. I'm, I'm proud of how it deals with the issues that it deals with. And, and you know, I'm happy that it doesn't cast, um, you know, stuff like teen pregnancy and parents getting divorces and, you know, uh, I'm happy that it doesn't make any of that glamorous at all. And I think that's honestly why it's so successful because it, um, I think it really resonates with the audience because they realize how real and kind of honest it is. So I'm, I'm proud of the show and I'm happy to be working on it. And when it took off like it did, I think everyone just kind of breathed a sigh of relief and then just, uh, you know, went back to work. Plus, if it actually, you know, just saying, you know, knock on wood that it did not tank in the ratings, but if it did, wouldn't it have been really cool to actually have it, like, be a cult phenomenon with the DVD sales? Because a lot of the shows out there that do not do well can usually do so well on DVDs, and sometimes, like Family Guy, the show comes back on the air. But wouldn't that have been, I think it would have been really cool. That is such like, that. I know, the Family Guy thing, that's so fascinating to me. Um, and it's yeah, that would be great. I mean, anytime, anytime you work on something, you want it to find an audience. And if it doesn't initially find its audience, and if it you know 
became this revived thing because of DVDs, that would be amazing. I mean, you're just happy that, you know, people watch and respond to what you do. I mean, that's the goal. So if it happens, that's great. So what has been some of those responses from the fans? Like, what are there any specific, like, fan, you know, fan responses that you you can probably, like, say, oh, my God, really? Like, this is, are you really saying this? <laughs> you know, actually, I've... Uh, I've been pretty lucky. I, I I have not had any crazy fan responses. I mean, I I have like a um, a a public email that you know I let just I put out there online, and so I'll I'll have fans email me there, and then also people that have approached me, and it's all pretty much really really nice, respectful stuff. Like the fans of this show so far, in my experience, are awesome. Um, regardless of, irregardless of their age, or I mean, they're all just really nice, really respectful, and they just, you know, walk up to you and tell you how much they love you and how much they love the show, and and that's it. I mean, that's great. So so far, nothing wacky. I'm I'm waiting though. I'm sure it's going to happen. It it has to, right? I'm you know, I'm surprised too because you've been on the show, and usually we you know we do get some really crazy fan fan questions, fan callers. We do have a fan actually, I do have a fan question for you. It sure. comes from what was it? A N fan. It says, "What is it like to be a part?" They actually want to know what is it like to be a part of the ABC family. Uh, ABC family um, is a is so far has been such like a generous network. I mean, I've met, of course, all the executives that work for the network, and they're all really nice, like super nice, super generous. And um, I've met, you know. Um, the people on Kyle XY and the people on Greek and everyone has just been really nice and uh, kind of, you know, uh, charming and, and they're all just looking out for you. So it's been a great network. I mean, I have no complaints. It's Everyone's working towards the, the common good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really, that's really amazing, you know, having so much support from from practically everybody so far who has watched the show or even fans of the ABC family, not just of the show, but of ABC family in general, you know, just to hear that, it just must make you going into work make you feel so good, you know, just... It, yeah, absolutely, I think you're dead on, I mean, it, yeah, how can you not, how can you despair when, yeah, like you said, everyone, the network behind the show, the creators, the fans, everyone is so enthusiastic, it, it makes, it, you know, makes you feel like you're doing something that, you know, it's quote-unquote important. And I think it is. If it resonates with so many kids, and I think it, like I said, I think it deals with moral issues really well, then who knows? Maybe it is. Uh, I don't know. But it, it certainly makes you feel that way. So that's great. You definitely really... just brought up a good point, too. I mean, you know, this show, when I first saw the uh, preview sort when it was first coming on, on onto the network and everything, I'm thinking this is just going to be another cheesy show, you know, about teens in school, you know, it, just like doing nothing. I, I'm, this is me also reverting back to when we had TNBC with City Guys and Saved by the Bell and all that stuff. You know? mm-hmm, yeah. But then, you know, I'm getting into it, and I then see that this girl is pregnant, and you're having to deal with the fact of a teen pregnancy, what's going on around her, and everything of the sort. This is something that actually teaches people something, which is what I like most about the show. It actually shows you basically what sometimes really actually does happen in real life. Yeah, Majority exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I think because it deals with the issues how, you know, so honestly and doesn't try to, you know, it doesn't make anything glamorous. It, it just really 
kind of shows you what it's like. And I think that for these kids, uh, you know, I think a lot of them are experiencing the same issues. And, I, I mean, I know for a fact that um, a lot of actually pregnant teenagers um, and um, women in their early 20s who, you know, had children when they were that old, they really, really are huge fans of the show because it is so accurate. And I owe yeah. that, you know, I think we all owe that to the creator of the show, Brenda Hampton, because, you know, she she really is in touch with um, – with kids that age, and she also, I, you know, I believe that she spoke to to pregnant teenagers and spoke to women in their early 20s who had had kids, and I think that's really important, and I think that works shows, and that's why, once again, that's why the show's doing so well. I'm actually research on the on it. I'm definitely what crossing my fingers. I'm definitely crossing my fingers that there's going to be a Breakfast Club reunion in the show. I don't know. <laughs> now, like honestly. Just, uh, that would be awesome. I would if if oh man, if especially if we could get somebody wearing those those Judd gloves with the the cut exactly. off fingers. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Maybe oh, no. maybe they can play some teachers and some parents. Throw them in there. Have some you know, Amelia Estevez come back on. I don't know. It could happen. You know, I'm not I'm not denying that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. Man, I miss I miss the '80s now. That that that's how that's how bad it, it is. I miss the '80s. I don't miss the hair, but I miss the '80s. I do miss the '80s. You know, I remember when I was young. I would I would wear. In fact, I think in my first day of kindergarten, I wore a Garfield shirt that had like party colored triangles on it, and then Garfield was like riding a skateboard with a sideways hat. And um, I don't know is that '80s or is that early early '90s? I think that's early early '90s. But early, just, uh, yeah, that's like borderline. <laughs> well, then I, I can I can live vicariously and and watch Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and and that's that's the eighties. Okay. That's how I've experienced the eighties. Thank you. Love Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Love Ferris Bueller. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the things we love for you to do, if you would like to, would you like to do a a, a promo for us? Yeah, of course. I didn't call it a stinger this time. What, what's wrong with me? Um, Whoa. Whenever you call it a stinger, everybody gets confused, and then you say promo, and they're like, oh, my God, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah right. Stinger, a stinger is like, is that a wrestling move, or what is that? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never found out what it was, but someone said stinger. I was like, I guess it's radio lingo. Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, something something new the kids can learn. <laughs> We would, uh, yeah. let's see. You would say say something along the lines of, this is Ken Bowman from The Secret Life of American Teenager. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio, or you can improvise that line to your liking. Okay, got it. I will do that. Um, here we go. Hey, everyone, this is Ken Bowman from Secret Life of the American Teenager, and you are listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Works very, very totally. Good. We'll use it. <laughs> awesome. Good. One take. Look at that. One take wonder. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how you do it. Well, Ken, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was very nice meeting you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. I really enjoyed this. No problem. And good luck with everything on the show. Anytime. When tell all the listeners up there, so tell the listeners where and when can they catch your TV show? Oh, they can. You can watch Secret Life of the American Teenager um, on Mondays at uh, eight seven central. Yeah, eight seven central on ABC Family. 
Very cool. cool. Thank you so much. And you're welcome back anytime, man. Absolutely. The door is oh, always thank open. thank you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Anytime. Yep. Bye-bye. Okay, so, Navelle, it's, it's, it's so funny. Every time, you know, the guests, we're always like, I'm almost thinking, are they going to hang up? Are they, oh, they did. Okay. But, um, yeah, just let everybody know, TJ, for, TJ up again, TJ Friday. Thank God that I have a MySpace. I wouldn't even have known about the show if I hadn't watched on my MySpace. <laughs> you know? I, know. I was just thinking, I, I was like, oh, hey, we have a show. Okay, that's cool. But when are we on next? I always ask you this. When are we on? Tuesday, right? Monday. Monday you with... You forgot this yesterday, too. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Monday with who? Monday we are on at 5 p.m. Eastern with Arlen Escapeta, who is playing in the... Friday the 13th remake, yeah, whore. And I also want to say, for the last time, maybe not the last time, but possibly for the last time, it is January 16th, Friday, January 16th, which means you got to go out and watch the best movie ever in 3D, of course. 3D. Check yes. it out. And yes. also, check out the interview that we did with Tom Farmer from yesterday. He mentioned us. He, we we got to mention in his blog, just to let you know. It's totally cool. You have to send it to me. I have to see it. I will. I will. But hey, guys, thank you. I will. I will. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I want to thank our guests for coming on. Um, I'm starving. Dinner's ready over here in the Preston slash Palatoro household. So I am. I'm going to go eat. And and yeah, everyone have a good and safe night. And from all of us, this was with the radio. Good and pleasant weekend, all you guys. Have a good and pleasant weekend. We will see you back here Monday at 5 p.m. We're also going to be on on Tuesday. Um, with a nice little turnout for Michael Park from As the World Turns. And after we're done that show, make sure you watch the presidential inauguration. No. Boo on that. Anyway, yeah, get those buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. (laughs) We continue that line. We'll be here all day talking about that. I said get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Bye, guys.